Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 91. Psalm 91, we'll read it. I'll reserve my comments for the sermon this morning, and then we'll sing it. I want you to be familiar with these words. I want you to know these words. I want you to know the promises in them. I want your faith built and your hope increased by what's written right here in these 16 verses. A psalm that I've used many times this week, and I know that many of you have read it yourselves this week and put your trust in its great promises. It is a very simple psalm, one of the simplest in the book of Psalms. It only has two things for you to be looking for. The great promises God makes and the character of those to whom He makes them. We want to look for the great promises and we want to look for the simple conditions. But there are conditions and we want to see them as we look at this psalm. It's very personal. It's going to turn and speak to you. As you read the words, may we all put our trust in it and put our trust in it today and put our trust in the God of this psalm today so that when the day of our calamity comes, our hearts are already fixed, trusting in the Lord. Stand with me as we read in unison Psalm 91. Together, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, Because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him 
and show him my salvation. Amen. Amen and amen. You may be seated. As we go to sing this song, notice a couple of things. It's addressed to you. It's addressed to single, individual persons that put their trust in the Lord. The first word is He. Not they, but He. And for women, it's a she for you. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Now that's a third person description of a man that puts his trust in the Lord and the protection he's going to have. In the second verse, it switches to the first person where the writer of the psalm is saying, I have done it. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. The writer is saying that about himself. I have done this. Verse 1 is the promise and the condition. Verse 2 is the writer of this psalm saying that He has done so. Then beginning at verse 3, we have the writer telling you what the Lord is going to do for you. And it's in the singular English word, thee. That's why we love our these and thous, because when you read the word thee and thou, in in Psalm 91, it's referring to each of you one at a time, Amen. not collectively. I love our King James Bibles. Amen. Then when you get down to verse 14, the Lord starts speaking. Verses 14, 15, and 16 are no longer the writer, but it's the God of heaven himself saying to you, and saying in the third person, because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I. And the eyes in verses 14, 15, and 16 are God speaking about what he is going to do for you. May the Lord bless us as we sing this in praise to him. <clears throat> 